0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show I have Miss Elora Hennessy. She is a photographer. She has her own uh, photography page on Facebook. It's called Elora hennessy Photography. I
1: also have a website too. That's that's probably the better place to go.
0: Well, she has a website, so check that shit out. Um, and uh, I have her here uh, with a bale can of Wild Basin Boozy Sparkling Water. <laughs> so I, uh, it's new to me. I've never had it, but uh, this looks really fun, and I'm excited to get into it. So welcome to the show.
1: Yep. Uh, hi. I also do work at UWM. You know that, right? Staff photographer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I, um, I knew that you did freelance work, but you also have, you've done work for Visit Milwaukee also, right? Visit Milwaukee, yeah, yeah. but
1: my, my main gig full-time is at UWM, so everything else is like more to the side. Sure, so cool.
0: <laughs> Oh cool. Well, oh, um, yeah, well, let's get into it. I will, uh, I'm excited to try these for the first time. <laughs> They're
1: very good. I like them. I like it's them good. better than my closet. Melon
0: probably. Basil. <laughs> wow, that's not a flavor you find in a can, really otherwise? Yeah, no, know. this is really tasty. I like this. <laughs> hey, as long as it gets me feeling myself, right? So, um, so, Laura, uh, as we, so, what we talk about in Mr. Nice Guy, we examine love and fear from, uh, the creative and passionate minds, mm-hmm. and basically what drives us to, um, to create and stay inspired, and basically just to, like, uh, motivate us to do what we do. Um, I like to talk to creatives of all different fronts, and examine just like, you know, why, how they found like a, uh, uh, how, how they found meaning within like that creative means and just, you know, why they do what they do. So, um, yeah. Uh, so to start, I guess, so, um, when did you, uh, first tell me about the first time you like ever picked up a camera?
1: So my mom's an artist. She also went to WM She went to, uh, text the arts as well. Um, so she's more of a painter, but growing up, she also was a photographer. She mostly does like oils. So what you normally do is take photos of us, like me and my siblings and make them into oil paintings, but she would dabble with that even without, um, converting to a painting. So, you know, she would teach me a little and then I started to use her film camera kind of situation and then, uh, eventually, uh, came, Say, like eighth grader or something, I saved enough money to get a digital camera, you know, not just the point and shoot, but like a 35. Mm-hmm. It's like a Rebel XSI. Just not that great now, but the time is very sure. cool. Um, and then in high school, right away, I went into film uh, photography classes, um, analog. So it was great having that as a class because my teacher was awesome. Her name is Mrs. Kyler. Um, hey, it's a we, Juan, shout, out, shout out, uh, <laughs> Ms. Kyler. Ms. Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler.
0: Yeah. We love shout outs here.
1: Um. Anyway, uh, I really enjoyed it then, and I don't know. I've always just kind of, even with uh, disposable cameras, like we have like 400 photos from disposables that me and my friends would use, and I just loved it all the time. You know, like I loved going through photo albums and magazines, and it just always been a love of mine. I also, as you kind of talked about. Empathy. Um, I yes. love people. Yes.
0: Uh, fun fact. Uh, Elora and I are both uh, empaths. Uh, we <laughs> have uh, bonded, I'm pretty sure like, we're in like a Facebook group or something about like empaths. Yes, so highly sensitive. Like, yeah, highly sensitive people. Yeah.
1: Um, so I've always loved people too, so it kind of just went, coincided very well. And it's always been very easy for me. And then eventually I started like my own business freelancing even when I was in high school and I don't know, it just came very easy and I think that I make people comfortable from what I've heard and that I make it fun because not only do you want nice photos, but you want people to feel at ease. So even with if it's not freelancing when, even when it's my fine art, you know, that's a big thing is you when you're creating a concept it's hard to get people into something that they can't picture. Mm-hmm. So having people feel at ease is huge because they don't know what you're saying kind of yeah. situation. Uh, yeah.
0: And yeah I, I guess I can relate uh, from two points that you made for one. Like, yeah, I always had, I was never like, um, you know, a photographer by any means. Like I never really like, um, took like taking, you know, pictures of people and places and concepts and stuff like that was never really like um an art form that you know i really ever pursued but i always did appreciate photography a lot uh i love my photo albums at home like (laughs) my mom had like i love those intimate yes yeah like um i we have like a shit ton of uh, photo albums or as i called them when i was little picture books and uh i used just and i still when i get like when i come home uh which is only a couple times a year Um, I always like to look over, like, old photos from, like, our family vacations, or, like, me when I was little, and, like, my family, and, like, just old memories that took place in, like, you know, where we lived, and just, you know, various, like, uh, events and things that, you know, kind of, like, help remind me, it gives me a lot of that nostalgia, just reminds me of just, like, how special, like, this time was, or, you know, this person was, and, um, yeah, and, like, uh, also just finding really goofy, cringy pictures of me, like, when I was, like, eight, and I would just wear my bike helmet everywhere. Even when I wasn't wearing a bike, I would just always have my City helmet first. on. Yeah, I, I literally, like, I was, I, um, yeah, I had some quirks, but, but I, like, so I always really liked, um, just the, the ability for, photographs to Yeah, making something timeless, you know, like making it so like that There's a moment in time or there's something you saw that, you know, you can always come back to um, That you may like lose, you may lose entirely in your mind because of just how we're constantly creating new memories Just that always keeps it alive of sorts.
1: Definitely. And it's funny that you talk about that. I don't know if you know this but um, a few years ago, I made a series called The Inner Child. and so I'm huge with, you know, making sure you play as adults and making sure that you connect to that part of you and just have fun, you know, not to be too serious with life. So, I um, did this series where I, it's me connecting to my inner child. I'm in it technically in both, but it's supposed to be like the younger me and we mm-hmm. used up like climb trees. I guess you would have oh, yeah. to see it. You could go to my website and there's one of the photos. You might see more. I put them on my Instagram. I need to put the whole thing series on my website. But um, it's kind of, people are like, oh, do you have a twin? But it's just, just fun Photoshop. Oh, but, cool. um, so it's funny that you talk about that because I look at a lot of those disposable photos that I took with my friends or with my family and uh, I just wanted to recreate them. Yeah. And I didn't actually, it started with me doing it with my friend Julia, who just got married, but she didn't really have time to recreate them with me, so I started, decided to use the only person I know that's always available, which is myself, and mm-hmm. I ended up enjoying time with myself, and self-portraits became really easy, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, so. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you said that. <laughs> totally,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, uh, you just got married. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, yeah, like it's, it's crazy cause you know, people come and go throughout your life, you know, you're constantly moving, we're constantly moving all the time as people. Um, and, uh, you know, we can't always just like, you know, things that happen, you know, in these, in photographs, like from, you know, our childhood, or just, you know, from the past in general, like, you know, they happened immediately in that moment, and, you know, you may not even be able to fully appreciate that moment when you're there, but it's like, you know, kind of coming into that empathy part, it's like you start really feeling, you start feeling, like, a strong sense of, like, whether it's bittersweet sadness, or if it's just, uh... Like longing, maybe? Yeah, longing, or you're, um, or you even something is humorous, and you just, like, laugh about it, like, it just really, I feel like it makes you look back and really appreciate a moment for what it truly was, like, from, like, an objective point, rather than, you know, when, like, it actually happened, but, um, so, that was the other thing that I was gonna say was that, yeah, like, I feel like that's kind of, um, uh, part of, like, why I Really love like the show is because I love people. I love hearing you know what everyone has to say, like you know people need to feel seen and heard, and especially in this age where a lot of our, well, really just you know, like it, it's always kind of been this way, but like a lot of people feel like they don't always like have a voice. Um, it feels like people are just um, you know people feel like, you know, something like their passions or their creativity or just otherwise, you know, their livelihood like at times they might feel like they don't matter. And that's why I just love to like I like to give this this piece for somebody to just, you know, say what they want to say and, you know, get everything out that, you know, get out into the world about something that means a lot to them. And um yeah, and I just, yeah, like, I feel things very, like, intensely when someone is saying, when, when someone is expressing how passionate they are about something, whether it's artistry or social justice or, you know, just, you know, like, love or life in general, like, just philosophies, like, I just, I feel a lot of it really intensely, like, and I just get it, because I know, because apl- I have always apply it to my own sort of life uh, perceptions and stuff like that, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, I, I feel it like too. I also feel things, and I get stuff from people very easily um, that I would say your average person doesn't, you know, like I can take on people's energy a lot and what they're feeling as my own. Sometimes it's hard not to. Even that's one thing that makes my job amazing and hard is especially when I'm having off day, I really can't because other people will feel that too. Mm-hmm. And I need to be in this positive like great place because they'll feel that yeah and vice versa i try not to if someone's having a rough morning already and i'm going to have a photo session with them i need to make sure that i don't take on theirs and instead exude positivity to them so that we can because people will show their emotions so easily on camera Mm -hmm. they don't realize it as much and i try to make it fun and enjoyable but it's, it's hard though sometimes i'm having an off day and In my line of work, you really can't, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it'll show forever (laughs) Mm -hmm. kind of situation. I also take things on to people, whether it's body image, you know, like I I have to really look into how people can see themselves. So I like to ask lots of questions like, uh, what is a favorite thing about yourself or what are things that you maybe want to avoid? Whether Mm I or not I don't see it, you know, some people, like my sister doesn't like her ears. I don't know. We all have things. Mm -hmm. And Although I might disagree, it doesn't matter. That's how they perceive themselves, so I need to make sure that I put them in their best light as much as I See them in a place too, if that makes sense. So in in that way I find Having this very emotional empathetic part um, as a gift, it can be hard because I wear my heart on my sleeve I've gotten better. I cry very easily Mm -hmm. and I Can make people uncomfortable because i am so emotional so i try to make that into a good thing rather than bad i've definitely had tougher skin over the years but um i when it comes to my craft i find it to be a good thing because i can help look into how people see themselves help
0: them feel special like help them really feel like you know their best yeah yeah Yeah. i want people as much as i want my pictures themselves
1: photos themselves Compositionally and color wise and lighting to look beautiful. I want them to feel beautiful as well mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me if the grip image is great if they don't think they look good um, That means a lot to me.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I do take other photographs other than portraits, but I enjoy it most um, Even when I come to UWM, I love working with faculty and community members and students because um, I get to learn about them and their field and their craft and all of that as well whether it's Yeah, at my job or on my own personal work or business.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So, so as an empath, how do you feel like... um, So, like, do you find yourself, um, like, having, like, a constant uh, drive to validate others and to make, and to, like, I guess, make others just feel valued?
1: Oh, yeah, all the time. When, like... Especially when people come out to join me on something and it's out of their time. I try to say as much as I can, because it's true, that I appreciate them. I appreciate what they're doing, but I appreciate them. And I value their time. And I always make sure I get something good out of whatever I'm doing, because Mm -hmm. it's not only for my, it's not my only time and work, but it's theirs. So yeah, yeah, the big thing is making sure people feel valued and appreciated and themselves, I don't know. Did that answer your question? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean, I'm, like, I feel like I am always trying to spread, like, that love and positivity to other people because, like, I just feel like... I'm, like, a very, like, energy-driven person. Like, depending on who's around me or, like, you know, what the vibe is of people around me, like, I'm very dependent on that. Like, if everyone's pissed off, I start getting pissed off. If everyone is, like really, really happy and upbeat and just super, like, you know, full of joy, then it makes me feel like a shining star. If, if, it's, uh, Yeah,
1: it's easy to take on all of that other yeah. energy that's going on. I do agree completely.
0: You're like a, it's like an emotional sponge sort of thing.
1: Yes. That's a great way to put it. So, and that, that comes with media and everything, too. I like to stay in tune with the world. I need to make sure that I'm not ignorant, but I try my best to not get too enveloped in that because I can really, it's funny, I I just, things can really get to me really easily. Yeah. So I try to protect myself as much as I can while still making sure I know what's going on. Yeah. Especially with our community. Yeah. Exactly. And
0: that's like kind of like another uh, dimension of it is how sensitive we are. Yes. Like I know you said you like cry really easily. I actually like Strangely enough, like, I don't cry that often. Um... Uh, I wish I could (laughs) Well, I feel like... I feel like I cried so much when I was little. Like, I feel like I've sort of, um... Become a little, like, I've hit, like, a wall when it comes to, like, you know, my ability to openly cry all the time. But I wish I did cry more. But my feelings still do get hurt insanely, like, easily, you know? Like, I feel like, you know, every little, like, um, know, whether it's like a weird look or just some like slightly off-put comment or just otherwise like the littlest, you know, non-verbals from people, like I feel like I'll pick up on it and instantly think that like, you know, what did I do? Like, I'm sorry, you know, like. Yes,
1: definitely, I, I'm big with apologies, I've gotten a lot better, but uh, I'm sorry was a huge part of my vocabulary. <laughs> But one thing I did, I've had to kind of learn, especially with being a photographer, is to not take all of that on. And -hmm. I took time. Like, I've been to therapy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, It's been very helpful because a lot of times it has nothing to do with you. And it it can be helpful to read that because then you can know how to work around that situation or that person. And to not put yourself in a bad situation or try to help them as much as you can. Mm -hmm. But also know that it's not yours to take on at the same time. Like, that took me a while. Also, sometimes I'm like, oh, are they mad at me? Because I, I used to do that all... I still do that all the time. But then I say to myself, well, why would they be? And then I think about it. And logically, there probably is no reason. Yeah. Like, I'm sure for a while, like, I made people more upset by asking, are you mad at me? Are you mad at yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. And they weren't. And then they became upset with me because yeah, I asked yeah. all the time kind of thing.
0: And not gonna lie, like, it does, like, frustrate me when, like, my other friends, like, my friends that are also, like, very empathetic and very sensitive, like... When they do constantly ask me, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Did I do something wrong? Like, no, you didn't. But don't ask me or else you are going to, like, piss me off. Because, like, you know, I... Yeah, I, I think that a really key thing you said is it's not our uh, responsibility to take on that emotion. And that's where um, I think it's a really important line to draw between empathy and compassion. It's kind of almost, like, uh, comparable to you know supporting somebody and then fixing somebody you know like when you have compassion for somebody you really genuinely care about them you are hearing what they're saying and you want to be there to like make sure they know that they have somebody when it's empathy you're you're taking on that emotion of theirs and you are you know and i mean it can be a really good thing if it's something that makes you really truly want to like make a difference, really help somebody, and, like, go out of your way to do that, but at other times, like, it can be a curse, because it's, like, now you feel like shit, and now it's, like, you feel like it's your responsibility to, like, do something something about it, yeah.
1: Um, And then, also, you can't help others if you can't help yourself. Um, It's, like, when you're on a planet's about to crash, you have to put that mask on yourself before someone else. Know, the new kind of situation you know, have to give yourself that oxygen before you can do to someone else kind of thing mm-hmm. um and I've, I've had to again still learning because this is that was like uh, i'm 24 now i started going to therapy like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. so that's a lot of stuff in the making because i definitely try to fix things all the time and cater to people and catering to people is it's very draining and although i i love people very much and i still cater to people and i put people before myself sometimes but um there's a lot of shit in this world. And so it's good to know that at least the little things I do can help a little. I There's lots of stuff I want to fix that I can't, and I have to kind of accept that. Yeah. It's hard to accept. Right, yeah. But at least I know that I'm always trying to put out positivity and love and compassion into the world. I always say to be, there's a difference between being critical and cynical, and I always want to make sure I'm Compassionate and critical and not cynical where I'm apathetic yeah situation, so I'm trying to write that line like I at first it my These emotions of being sad and All these other things turn into anger which isn't helpful either and isn't right. productive so it's trying to find that balance of catering and helping others and also not getting stepped on mm-hmm. and not getting also angry with people either. It's it's hard, but I know how you feel when you say you you take on other people's stuff. Yeah. And it it can be a lot, and that's why I, It's funny. I'm a social butterfly, but I also need my time alone. It's definitely a little bit of both. Mm. Look, like
0: I. Um, oh my god, re fucking tweet. <laughs> I. Oh my god, yeah. I need I need time to close off the world. You know.
1: Yes, but I definitely need to be around people at the same time. Yeah, same. Like way. I get a lot of get out of being with other people you know it's my it fills up my like my battery at the same time it can go quickly by being around people too much it's a weird thing I don't know I'm not an introvert or an extrovert
0: I'd Um, say I'm an introverted extrovert yeah or an an extroverted introvert I don't know maybe a little bit of both I don't know does it go both ways right
1: but um I I definitely know what you mean. I love being around people, so it's not that I need to be secluded. But I also because I take on just like you take on so much of people's energy. But sometimes I need to take take a step back because it can be too much.
0: Yeah.
1: Why I don't like crowds. There's so many things going on that I can. Oh, it's a lot.
0: I feel like I've kind of I've kind of learned this too with therapies. I've learned um, through understanding that balance between introversion and extroversion, loving people, but also. Needing to be by yourself. taking care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, your own... I've learned that it's great for an empath or just someone who's very sensitive. Like, it's important for us to be around people, but in an environment we feel like we have control in. And in an environment we feel like we can truly, like, connect with our surroundings and also just really feel like we are one with those around us. Because when we feel... (coughs) We get a lot of overstimulation with, like, those crowds. We get very emotionally... Yeah, you get very emotionally overheated. It's like you can't necessarily be there for each and every one of the people there, even as much as you might want to be. That's why I don't like parties that much. But it's because, like... But the thing is, I like to party, but I don't like parties. Because it's like there's always, like, that feeling that I'm not like I, I can't be in like all these places in one time, and like I want to like talk to every single person there, but I can't because you know people are gonna want to talk and have a conversation, or you know other people are gonna be busy doing their own shit and it's it it kind of sucks because it's like you feel like you're doing something wrong um and I think that like part so I think that part of that is um it's really important for people like us to have that intimate emotional connection with somebody like in a, in a, whether it's like a, a, a contained environment or just somewhere where we feel like we're truly like, you know, connecting with somebody or a group of people. And I think that in your way it's, it's doing your photography, making mm-hmm. someone feel, making someone be pretty, making somebody feel, you know, um, Uh, one with their environments, like just, you know, capturing like beautiful moments with somebody. For me, it's being in this room and talking to you with a camera in our faces, you know, and, but also just hearing what you have to say and like hearing how a lot of that goes into your work. Um, So I think that, yeah, it's like, it is weird because we do need that constant, like, you know, absorption of like, you know, energy and and, uh, validation, positivity from people, but at the same time, it's finite and we need to, like, close off and give that love to ourselves and be like, okay, like, I did my socializing for the day, I want to, like, just go to my room and just not talk to anyone for the rest of the day, you know?
1: Yeah, there's something that you just said about um, giving it to yourself, like, make sure you have that for yourself. Um, Like, I want to give some stuff to people, sometimes people don't want that right now. And so i learned to make sure that i receive an i you know like kind of situation you know like i have so much love to give all the time but sometimes i need to learn how to give that love to myself kind of yeah. thing yeah. um oh, i was gonna make another statement oh just also about like coming to the creative aspect i also need to learn to although i want people to feel their best sometimes people will never feel as good as they want to and it has nothing to do with me and that's been very hard for me to accept because you know like I need to learn that it's their own self you know their own perception and although I might try over and over again of getting a photo of someone that's more something they have to work on which is hard because of you know society and expectations but it's hard for me to accept that you know I want not only again, a good photo, put for them to look their best and to feel their best. But sometimes I need to, um, separate myself from that.
0: Separating your personal bias from it. Yeah, yeah. kind
1: of. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be able to say like, I did everything I could and that's, that's all that there is to it kind of situation, yeah. especially when it's not for just me and that person when it's coming, when it's for Miss Milwaukee or WM or other businesses that I've worked with, you know, like when it's for their stuff. I kind of have to let it go out where it needs to go, you know. And I might do reshoots as much as I want to, but sometimes it's just perception and hopefully they'll feel how they'll feel as beautiful as they look. Yeah. And are, you know, I I think everyone's beautiful to be honest, and we are. When I take yeah. photos of people, I really can see the beauty in them, and it makes me sad when they don't see it but that has nothing to do with me. I will try my best to show them or make them feel as beautiful as I see them. If that makes sense?
0: That is lovely. <laughs> like, no, that's a really, really sweet thing to say because, like, I agree, like, I... There's beauty that can be picked up from everybody, you know? Like, everyone has something to offer in the world and, like, see? and, like, you know, we... Like, everyone's a world of their own, you know? Um, and everyone brings something to the, to the table exactly and yeah I, I can see that and feel that all the time so I try
1: my best to get them to see it too and sometimes I feel like I can even when they think that they can't like, like oh I don't take the photos yeah. or like, uh, I, I can't do this and I'm like challenge accepted and then I like to say often we break that barrier but you know it doesn't always happen
0: so, that being said, how do you deal with that feeling of,
1: like, where you feel like you can't fully oh, so accomplish, hard. like, it's that so your subject's It's so difficult. At UWM, like, my team lead kind of had to tell me, like, you, you just have to move on. And I'm like, I don't want to move on. We'll do another photo shoot. And he's like, you can't. You've got to move on. And it's hard for me because, I, but I can't take everyone else, everyone's self, you know, their body image or their self-perception because... It starts somewhere that I wasn't a part of, you know. Like it could be happened in childhood. Like for example, I had a really hard time uh, with like smiles. I used to wear braces, and I had like a lot of gaps in my teeth and all this yeah. stuff. I was.
0: A oh, very those were the days. Individual. Those were the days. The orth- orthodontics, baby. <laughs> Great times. I,
1: I, all my verdict school, middle school classmates know what I'm talking about. Um, so I understand, you know, like. Sometimes it lies somewhere, and hopefully they can get past it. But I just—it's hard to accept. I'm getting there. Sometimes I will think about it for a very long time. How they weren't happy with them, and a lot of times people will tell me it has something to do with me. But some people don't tell me that, and you know they might blame me, which is really hard. It's—I don't know which one's worse. When they're like, "It's not you," you know, "This is how I feel." That hurts a lot. And when they say that, like, "It's my fault," that hurts a lot. I don't know which is worse, because. Yeah. I mean, when people are nice about it, I appreciate the fact that they tell me that the lighting is gorgeous, and the colors, and the composition, I, I, I like that, but, uh, it's hard.
0: Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'll tell like, I'll tell you, like, I just had my job review yesterday, was, um, and I, I don't, I hate reviews. I, well, like, okay, so, like, and strangely, it's a weird takeaway, like, I mean, I,
1: I love them, I hate them, I hate, like, yeah. self-reviews, I yeah. like them more when it's,
0: so, yeah, so, It was my three month review, because I've been there for three months now. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, And they told me what they liked and didn't like about my performance, and everything they said, I 100% agreed with them, even if it wasn't what I wanted to hear. And you can grow. Yeah, and they said, like, you're great with people, you're, you get along with everybody, like you make everyone feel like welcome and you're very friendly. You've never had any issues with anybody. That sounds
1: like mine. What is yours, administrative activities? Because that was mine. Uh, <laughs>
0: dishwashing. Oh. Um, but, um, but they said that, like, there's things you need to work on when it comes to, like, the fundamentals of your job. Like, there's some things that, you know, you need to do a more thorough job cleaning or. Understanding the urgency of, like, you know, when you need to get something done or take more initiative to make sure you always are doing, have something to do. And the thing is, like, I agree with them. And I, that's, I feel like, why, like, it almost, like, it stung because I knew that, like, it was true. Like, I, I knew that I could do a better job. I knew that, like, they weren't saying anything irrational or, like... They weren't saying anything that was like, oh, well, you know, like, I fucking do my job and I do it right. Like, oh, they're right. Like, I, I absolutely understand, like, what where they're coming from and I understand where I can grow. So, I start, it started with last night. I did, did a much better job. Like, And it, it really sometimes comes to, like, where it comes to that point where it's like, you need to be told, like, what you are doing right and what you're doing wrong. It's never good to have someone who does too much of one or too much of the other. The
1: negative positive sandwich, haven't you heard of that? That's uh, a good sports thing. Did they not were, hear that. Where that, they, they tell yeah. you something you know, like, that you need to work on, something great, but also remind you what you need to work on kind of
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. Or
1: is it the other way around? Either way, you get a little bit of both. But I think the big thing is, as a grown person, is be teachable. I think if we think we know it, if we think we're to a point where we think we're so wise, and so smart. Then we're not smart. We have to be able to be teachable, and I, I think that's the right verbiage. I don't know. I but I, no,
0: I think that, yeah, that makes To sense. be
1: able to learn all the time, you know, like it's it's huge. And if you think that you're, I'm I'm doing everything fantastic. Oh no. No, I I'm not. But not yeah. But that's that's what makes you smart. And that's, and, so that's and,
0: and that's exactly also what they said at the end of it is we think you're a good fit, but we know you're better, you're capable of doing better, and that meant a lot to me. Because they know that I, they can see that in me. They're not going to just, like, cut me off and be like, oh, you haven't done a good enough job, like, we're going to let you go. That's not the case. Like, they they, know that I can do better. Um, which, I felt like that, I mean, yeah, it's like, I've, I'm all self-critical, and I'm like, oh, why the fuck am I not doing these things right, good enough. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, they gave me, they're giving me this chance to improve and grow, and they're investing in me. And, like... That means so much because that shows that like they do actually have some genuine belief in me. So like, so would you say like you know with everything you were saying, um, with you know, where you are you or sometimes you have trouble with like, um, you know, fully being able to like accomplish like your subject's goals versus you know your own expertise as an artist. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like you, do you feel like you're a people pleaser? Of sorts
1: I, I mean I am as a person I've gotten better at that you know any I've gotten better at making sure I get my objectives along with and what I need along with what other people need um, I, I definitely have been become such a people pleaser in the past where it's not helpful it really is
0: yeah I, I can relate I mean I'm, I'm a yes man so <laughs> yeah
1: um, but I've gotten better th- I was at a point like two years ago gosh maybe less maybe more I don't remember um where my anxiety was so bad because I was taking on everything and I love when people like my work especially when it comes to freelancing but since I do this at UWM for 40 hours a week to go home and do it on after hours on the weekend you know it can be a lot so I am so flattered when people want to work with me but I had to learn to say okay I can only take so many shoots outside of work otherwise I'm having a hard time. I want to give everyone their best, mm-hmm. and so that was hard. Um, and I would just say like, oh, here's some other photographers, and somebody's like, oh, I really want to work with you. You know, like when is your availability? Yeah. And that can be hard too because sometimes I put it out to later, and then the month of September is awful because I wanted to fit these people in, and I don't know. It is it is hard trying to make sure everyone you know people are happy and all that jazz. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so this is going to be like sort of a flip side, I'm going to ask you both sides of this coin. So, given that you have, you do have a full-time, is it full-time? Yes. Yeah, you have a full-time yeah. job. I'm,
1: a, I'm one of three staff photographers for the whole university. Oh, okay, great. So, it's, there's a lot to do. Yeah, right. And I'm very busy all the time. Cool, sure.
0: <laughs> so, you're a professional, but also a personal photographer. You do shit on the side as well.
1: Yeah, I freelance too. It's nice to freelance on the side and get a little creative. Yeah. And, do other things. Yeah. I love food photography
0: too. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> shout out Snapchats for yeah, all the new e- new dives I find. I'm like, this is where I'm at. <laughs> what? How do you feel like your freelance photography enables you to do things that you aren't capable of in like doing your like full time photography job?
1: Well, definitely when it comes to UWM, I love working there. It's good to meet so many people. I learn all the time. Not about my craft as much, but like I learn a lot other fields that I never would get to and that's such a cool thing. There's so many community things I don't know about until work. How did I not know this? Mm -hmm. Um, But I still have to follow the branding and the look I know that they need to go for. for It's hard though because I feel like it's seeping into my own work because I do it so often that it's hard for me to get risky and creative with whether it's editing or style. It's always been kind of close but now I've had a hard time let myself get creative and risky in my own work, which can be hard because I'm so used to in one being in one mindset when it comes to my that professional life. Um, and also just doing it that work. Sometimes when I want to go, when I go home, I want to do all these things and I have all these ideas. But it's work to me. It's hard. People say do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. And I love my job, but it has definitely changed how I view it. It's less of an outlet now. I wouldn't change a thing. I love my job, and I like doing it as a profession, but it definitely has made it less of an outlet. After going graduating, I mean, being in college,
0: yeah.
1: um, I was able to do half and half. I was able to, I worked at UWM as a student employee, so I, I did this as a student, but I also had enough time. They were very big about making sure that I did all my schoolwork. Yeah. So I was able to pursue, pursue all these fun, cool ideas and still do all the professional stuff. But that was like a twenty five hour, twenty five hour, twenty hour, twenty hour kind of situation. Yeah. But now with like forty hours is all all the professional things that I get to get creative with but that aren't mine. And it's hard for me to I need to make the time to do the creative stuff that is it's all my own. But it can be hard because it just feels like work still sometimes. Yeah. so So um, it's fun after, during or after vacations to get a refresh. Um, like when I I went to Maine for my honeymoon.
0: Oh wow, that's and awesome. It's beautiful. I've heard Maine is very gorgeous.
1: It's gorgeous and it's very relaxing too. It's, it's like my mom's
0: number one vacation spot actually. It's like, also my mom's number Yeah, it's one like where. I wanted to go. I love my mom. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and but it it helped me to get away and start wanting to photograph again on my own. It took me like two or three days. I was there for about a week. And then I wanted to get back to the camera, um, so that's the only hard thing. But it allows me, I guess, sometimes to see things differently with different eyes than my coworkers, yeah. my other the other photographers um, that I work with. There's two of them. Uh, they're experts in all kinds of things. Like Troy is an expert in lighting, and I think that Pete has this really cool eye. And we bring, bring something different to the table. Yeah. Each of us. Um, and I think having my personal work when I do what helps me to see things differently, especially since I've been there a lot less longer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a hard balance. Yeah. So it I'm,
0: so I'm going to ask you a more trick question. Okay. What does your professional, like, full-time job enable you to do that you're not capable of with, or that you don't necessarily always have? Or get have it
1: before, maybe, or if I didn't have it?
0: With the, yeah, with the personal photography.
1: Um, it's helped me to be a lot more confident um, and, and a lot more... Assertive and have thicker skin I am put in so many different Situations all the time and I've met so many important people that I never expected to meet or be in a situation of and Then when it comes to my own work, it makes me feel like I can do it like anything when I actually Make the time to do it. That's the hard part, but when I do I'm a lot less scared and I care less what people think because, you know, I'm, I get paid to this all the time, and I know I'm good now. Before, I think I felt imposter syndrome, and I,
0: mean, I uh, don't feel that now. Fuck imposter syndrome, it's awful. It is awful, but I am have been getting that since I graduated, I've getting nightmares about, like, still failing classes and dropping out and shit like that. Yeah.
1: You'll always have, I mean, you should always feel this somewhat fail, uh, fear of failure, I think, if you don't feel that, it's not good either. You know, it keeps you on your toes. But it has helped me <laughs> to be more confident, and... Now when I post stuff anywhere, I don't care if people like it. If it doesn't get a lot of views or likes or whatever, I don't care. Yeah. as long as I enjoy what I put out. It makes me happier yeah. to me to see people that I think highly of like it than a lot of people. yeah so I've been, like,
0: I've been getting more to that point too, and it's not easy. like as much as I like to say like I fucking hate like the social media, like clout chasing and everything like that. It is a, like, it still does get to me, and but I feel like I'm getting to a point in the last couple of months where, like, I'm not worrying as much about, like, who's liking the picture. It's like, if you do, you do. Like, at the end of the day, I care not as much if you like it, but just that if you see it, you know, and just, it, you feel like, well, hey, like, I'm, this is something I'm sharing with the world, and this is something that's important enough to me for me to want to post it. Yeah, I um, think that's a big thing. Yeah.
1: Because if you put the man that you don't really. Enjoy or it's not really yours. It's other people's. That, that's weird too. I had a hard time with that with um, when I was in college. Was we one? Uh, my professor would always say, you know, we make sure the audience can get in like it. But I would also say to to a point that I need to make sure that I do too. So I've listened to him and myself. You know, he's wonderful, and I do agree. You know, like you can't make something completely for yourself either. It has to be like a good mix um but you don't want to lose yourself either yeah. so but my yeah my big thing is having people I respect and value as creatives or people enjoy myself than the masses you know like I don't I don't know these people if they don't like it it, 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 it doesn't matter as much to me if that makes sense yeah. so um yeah I've become a lot more confident and happy with myself I think because yeah. of being a professional. Um, It also gives that validation, which is dumb. But at the same time, I probably would've got that validation over time. I think it just happened quicker. Yeah. Um, Yeah, social media can be ridiculous. Like, I don't post on Instagram as much as I used to all the time, or on, like, all the different platforms, and things have all these different like apps Mm -hmm. I would share on. Um, But then it became, like, a forceful thing. Like, I felt like I had to instead of it. I enjoy the work I put out. You
0: become obligated to because of that social. I talked
1: to a friend of mine who is a photographer in Chicago, and we had this whole conversation, too, about how, like, do people really make this work much work all the time? Or are they just, like, saving it for later? You know, like, how realistic is it that people put up this stuff all the time? Like, should I have to be in that position? And then I realized we're all in different places. Sometimes the people that put out a lot of um, art, that might not be their main job, so it's easier for them to create. Or maybe that their time... Um, is different, you know? Maybe they're part-time, so they're able to devote more time, like, light-wise, or if that makes sense. Like, I don't know what their day is like. So I shouldn't feel like, oh, just because this person's putting out beautiful work all the time doesn't mean I'm obligated to. Yeah. You know, right. I appreciate it, and I love being inspired. That I comparative nature. Yeah, yeah, I love seeing it, and it doesn't make them bad or anything. I just need to know that's, that's their situation, and maybe they delegate
0: how they put out work differently you know I don't know yeah all right hey, Laura um great talk uh, about empathy and about how it plays into creativity um wouldn't you say yes good good I'm glad <laughs> um so tell me uh what keeps you up at night
1: what keeps me up at night um oh I don't know I'm always going to be a worrier. I've gotten better, but I a lot of things, the world, society. I don't know. I worry about people all the time. There's a little boy that almost gets hit by a car and I'll think about it for three hours. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Yikes.
1: I don't know if you wanted to be that deep, but that's
0: how it got. Uh, Hey, it's deep. Sometimes it's not. Everyone has a different, uh, different, different avenue of answering that question. But how about this one? What puts you to sleep? Uh,
1: throughout the day i love seeing people pick up trash and seeing someone help someone across the street i think about those things too so it's a good a good balance
0: good balance good thank you for being on the show <laughs> love it <laughs> uh elora hennessy photography um check her out um also isn't your like instagram like elora the explorer or something like oh, yeah, that that's a whole other story oh yes, my god
1: it is it is elora the explorer yeah it was actually a ch- ch- child like i got my hair cut like Dora, apparently. So everyone Uh, thought it was funny to call me the Lord of the Explorer. And I used to hate it. And I reclaimed it as my own in a good way. And then I was like, you know what? This is fun. I do explore as a photographer. So now I'm a Lord of the Explorer. And I decided it was a good thing.
0: That is reclamation at its finest. (laughs) Um, Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time.